Ion 2020 episode 153. Have 2020 vision with Ion 2020, the podcast that brings you all the news and events in the lead up to the next presidential election. I am Ray Eaton, and I will keep you up to date as we approach November 2020 with a libertarian perspective of all the candidates and their policies, along with the news. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's clear our vision. Hey everybody, it's Ray in here, your host of Ion 2020. Thank you for joining me today. I appreciate all those that continue to listen. I've been doing this Monday through Friday for you, bringing you news and events that are going on with the candidates and their policies, their positions. Just trying to make sure that you're well informed so that when you're talking with your friends, having conversations about different topics, you are just the most well-informed person on the topics and the issues and the candidates and all that stuff, you know? The reason why is just because... uh, I enjoy the the all the you know things that are going on with the elections. I I typically don't vote though, but I do think it's fun to watch it. I kind of laugh at it sometimes. Uh, you know, Donald Trump kind of makes it fun to watch when he's beating up on these candidates and stuff, and the way that everyone reacts to him and his policies and everything that he does. You know, he's they call him this, they call him racist, they call him that. You know, and uh, they'll continue to do that. That's just what politicians do. They are always trying to divide each other and trying to divide us so that they can you know, make themselves seem more relevant. Donald Trump does it, and so do all the other politicians that are running for president as well. I just, you know, it's it's fun to watch. And I figured when I was putting together this show, I, th- so I said, man, people are probably going to be at least in tune to the elections in some ways. And at least they could have a libertarian spin on the elections. And that's what I do. I take a libertarian position uh, in my personal views and my political views, and I bring you my opinion on those things Monday through Friday. I've been doing it since January. I'm going to continue to do it until November 2020. So thank you for listening. I appreciate it. If you want to, if it's your first time listening, thanks for joining us. And go ahead. If you want to hear the show tomorrow, you can subscribe to the show. You could also check out the shows that I've done previous to this one. I have over 150 previous to this one. Uh, some are good, some are bad, especially in the beginning. I was having a really tough time trying to figure out the sound and all the different uh, things that go along with podcasting. I've I've been working on it, trying to get things better, and I'm just gonna. I think I'm gonna be updating microphones and things like that soon. I've been thinking about that a lot lately as well. Uh, just making myself more of a not professional podcaster because I'm not a professional by any means. You guys know that. Uh, I just want to make everything sound better and put together a better show for you guys. So, uh, I've, and I'm, I've, you know, every dollar that I get through the advertisings and things like that, I'm pumping back into the show. Uh, so I've been, you know, looking to buy some some of the microphones and some of the different podcasting equipment that people have that probably put together a much better show. Uh, or much more well-produced show than this one. So, uh, But yeah, go ahead and subscribe to the show. Give me a five-star rating interview if you want to as well. And then if you would like to follow me, you can follow me at iontheempire.com. Type that into Facebook or Twitter. You'll find me as well. And ray at iontheempire.com is the website. If you want to drop me a note or a line, you can do that as well. Tell me what you're doing in the libertarian movement. Tell me about things that are going on in your life. I don't care. I like to hear it, and I like to respond to it. 
and uh, that's what I'll do. So anyway, thank you again for listening to the show. I cannot, I can't do a show on Monday without talking about the shootings of the weekend. I mean, absolutely terrible, guys. Absolutely terrible. I mean, can you imagine you go to Walmart? You're like, you know, take your family down to Walmart to just go shopping and uh, and half of you don't return. You know, like, you got to empathize with those people big time. It's, it's I mean, it's, it's sad, absolutely terrible that somebody would have just the disdain for human life that they would do that. Any human life. I mean, I don't, it doesn't matter if somebody's black, Mexican, white, Puerto Rican, Chinese, Asian, whatever, wherever you're from, we're all human beings. We all have families that depend upon us. We're all trying to put food on our table. We're all living our lives. Like we have kids, we have grandkids, we're children who just want to go play. We want to, I mean, we just want to live our lives. And then somebody has such disdain for life that they would do something like that. It, it, it absolutely sickens me. Absolutely sickens me. And then you see this guy, whoever this was that was in uh, Dayton, Ohio over the weekend. Same story. And they, they don't know too much about this guy right now. They, they released his name yesterday. Um, and there's a little bit of information that comes up about him. But I mean, like I was, I've been looking for information on him, and there was one article that kind of mentioned his LinkedIn profile, saying that he was a service worker. He worked in restaurants or something, and uh, they said that he was kind of like some people said he was kind of a normal guy, but I mean, hard worker. That's what he said on his LinkedIn profile. Lots of experience in customer service. But I mean, there's not a lot out, out on that guy yet. But immediately the the uh, the press jumps on racism and white supremacy and so forth. And uh, even with the that that shooting that happened out in California at one of those festivals out there last week, and uh, the press automatically jumped on him being a racist and so forth and him being a white supremacist, but the FBI even said that it's too early to tell on those things, but the press, they have the narrative that they have, but to get away from the the press's narrative right now, you just think to yourself, it's just, I mean, you go out to a nightclub, you're going out to a bar to have friends, with your, drinks with your friends, and you're just, you know, you're in Dayton, Ohio, you worked hard all week on Saturday night, and you just want to go out, have drinks with your friends and party, meet girls, meet guys, whatever. And there, you, I mean, something, I mean, you know, five of you go out and two of you happen to die or get shot that night. I mean, it's just, you gotta, you gotta stop and think, like, what is going on in America? What is going on where these people have such disrespect for life that they would do something like that? Like, where is their mind at? I just wonder, why would someone do that? You know? Like, that's all I think about, is why would someone do that? I'm not thinking about... I'm not thinking about what the press is thinking about. Like, taking away guns or restricting guns. Like, that's exactly where politicians go. 
that's exactly where the press goes. And every person that they interview is going to be an anti-gun lobbyist of some sort. Someone that has a political agenda to push forward. When they, the politicians get on stage, same thing. They have a political agenda to push forward. But no one stops and says, why? Nobody stops and says, why would someone do that? What is going on in America that would cause someone to do that? I mean, the Second Amendment's been there from the beginning. This, and they, you don't have these... Like, throughout history in America, you have not... I mean, you've had shootings and so forth. I mean, you hear about a shooting... I mean, you could look in the history, and you could see mass shootings that happened throughout history, of course. But they make such press coverage now, and it seems like it inspires other people to do it as well. I mean, I wonder if the El Paso shooting inspired this guy to finally take action and something they was thinking about doing in Dayton, Ohio. I don't know. I mean, all that stuff will come out. But you think to yourself, why? I mean, we've had the Second Amendment throughout the history of America. And it's only in the last 20 years Columbine happens. Now, there was school shootings before that. But then there's these, these school shootings that happen throughout from that time on. Like, you've had school shootings that happen. And they make huge press coverage. And it seems like the kids that do these school shootings, they like, if you, I, I guess they, they are inspired somehow by this Columbine people and perceive them as heroes rather than sick idiots, you know? Sick, terrible people. But this seems like the kids that are willing to embrace these kids that did this in Columbine as heroes, it's just absolutely terrible. But why would they do something like that? Why? What's going on? in their lives that would cause them to do that. Like, that's what they, that's what we need to figure out. Like, having all this conversation, if you watch the news, it's all about how do we get legislation through to make guns harder to get? How do we get legislation this? How, like, they're looking at the politicians for the answer to these things. But the politicians, they don't have the answers. They're trying to defend their territory. The Democrats on one side trying to defend the idea that they should take away all the guns, as many as they can. Common sense gun reform is what they call it, to make it sound like it's more palatable to people. And then you have the Republicans on their side who have to get an A rating from the NRA, right? So they're going to defend their side, and it's just going to be one side fighting against the other side. And it becomes a discussion about gun legislation rather than why would someone shoot somebody? Why would somebody go out there and do such a terrible act as walk into a nightclub and start firing on people? Or why would they go into a Walmart and start shooting people? Like, there's a why. There's something associated with this idea that they have, and I just don't know what it is. I don't know. I don't know, but the distraction is gun legislation that's a distraction like they need to focus in on what motivates these people to do what they're doing they say it's racism but or white supremacy and who knows i don't i mean if you read i i think that something came out what about like the letter that this guy wrote in el paso before he went out and did his act and the reason why he chose an ak-47 was because it was 
you know, uh, he it was accessible to him, and he can take out a lot of people. So his intention was to take out as many people as he can. So that was what that was a decision that he used, or the reason why he used that, he used that particular gun, I guess. But then you get into his motivations, and he was like all over the board. He said like you know, there's too many people on Earth, and we need to eliminate the people to protect the environment. And then he said you know he's he he hates the intermixing of the minor like the Mexican. And the Hispanic, he, he actually never referred to them as Mexicans or anything like that. He referred to them as Hispanics, which is a very PC term, I guess, because I remember when I was younger, there was a girl that I had met and uh, I was just friends with. That wasn't like a girlfriend or anything like that. And I said, oh, and this is when I was really young. I said, oh, you're Spanish. And she says, no, I'm Hispanic. Spanish is someone from Spain. Hispanic is somebody that's of the like a Hispanic culture. From this, from South America or from Spain, that would be Hispanic, and that was a very PC way to say it. But this guy in that little thing that he wrote, he always refers to those people as Hispanics. He never says anything. It doesn't sound like derogatory by any means. It was just, it was, it was weird the way that he wrote it. But maybe that's just the way that people refer to um, Mexicans in in Southern Texas. I don't know. I mean, to me, I'm from Florida and been from uh, and I live in South Carolina now, so I don't really know the terms. I guess I don't know. But anyway, moving forward on that, when he's writing this thing, it's just uh, he's all over the board with different ideology. He wants to, you know, he he talks about like the the baby boomers starting to die off and they're not being replaced by um, white people, but by Hispanic people, and that. You know, with them dying off, we need to keep those people out so that we can have a better environment in America. Like, it's just the weirdest ideology that he has. And I, when I was, I read it and I was just like, it doesn't seem like he's, as a, I mean, yeah, clearly he's, he has racist sentiments, right? Um, but then you get into the environmental thing. It's just, it was, a, it was very odd, you know? It, to me, when I was reading it, it was just very odd. And uh, I didn't understand it. Like, that's not a motivation. That, all that doesn't seem like that big of a motivation to me to go and do what he did. But he, in his mind, that's what he was doing. He was thinking that that's a rational thing to do. And it just, I don't know. I mean, it's not, obviously they're not rational if they're willing to do something like that. So I guess I can't judge him on his rationality. But I just want to know why. That's all. I want to know why. I wish that the conversation could go to why rather than the tools that they use to to commit the atrocities that they do. That's all. So that's what I really wanted to talk about. I mean, that's what I wanted to talk about right off the bat, guys, is let's not let the politicians get us focused in on all the hoopla of the, of the tools that were used. Because if they really want to do what they're going to do, they're going to figure out some other tool that they can use. I mean, Oklahoma City, they used, the dude used an enormous bomb and blew up a a building clearly a, a a white supremacist right that's what he was and he was i mean he was trying to act out aggression against the government well this guy was trying to act out in el paso was trying to act out his aggression upon people that were coming from across the border to go shopping apparently i just i mean i guess they're gonna be interviewing this person but you never hear the stories right like 
What about the guy that did the, the killings of the African-American people in the church in South Carolina in Charleston? He was a white supremacist. He had those tendencies, I guess. But they never really get into his story. Like, I, I was looking that up. I was trying to figure out why Dylan Roof would do something like that as well. Because I always want to know the, that question. I want to know the answer to that question is why they would do that. Why would they do it? That's all I want to know. And so I, I looked these people up. The one that happened in California last week. Like the, the press automatically went to the idea that he was a white supremacist and that he had books written by white supremacists from like the late 1800s. So, I, so I'm looking that up and then the FBI says, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's not white supremacy. It's not that. They're not sure what it is. They haven't determined what it is yet. But the press will jump on it immediately. And that's the narrative. That's the narrative that they're going to go with. And what happens is if there's any other truth that comes out, no, everyone refers to it from that point on as it was a white supremacist act, I guess. Which, who knows? I mean, that doesn't really answer the question why, though. But it kind of does. I don't know. I mean, I'm confused on why somebody would ever do something like that in the first place. Like, I would never, ever think about doing something like that. Never. I mean, I just couldn't imagine being the mom that had a child that was lost. I couldn't imagine being that person. And you're going to look for the politicians, you know, look for the politicians to give answers to you. You're going to be more susceptible to listening to them and saying, oh yeah, what they're saying sounds reasonable. And it becomes a political issue. When this is a cultural issue, guys, this is, I don't know. I, I, wrote, a, I wrote this on my, on my uh, website, iontheempire.com, you know, that I think that it's a division issue. I just think that the politicians have figured out how to divide us. This is my, this is my belief. I don't know if it's true, you know, but I mean, I think that the politicians have worked so hard through the identity politics, the identity politics on both sides, right? And the division, the divisive politics, politics that they're trying to push, that you're either on our side or you're against us. You're either for us or against us, and that's it. There's no middle ground. You have to choose your side. The and the politicians do it. They're always fighting back and forth. That's constantly what they're doing. They just fight back and forth constantly, right? And they're wrong and we're right on both sides. The Republicans say we're wrong and they're, you know, we're right and they're wrong. The Democrats say we're right and they're wrong. And then they force people to choose sides. Then you have the MSNBCs, the CNNs, and then the Fox Newses that are spouting their political agenda and they're perpetuating that division they even bring their pundits on and one person argues his point the other person argues their point and nobody ever debates the issue nobody ever changes their minds on the issue it's it's our side or nothing and it causes people that are watching those things to just they they, they get entrenched in their worldview. they do and next thing you know they're looking on the internet for more stuff on those particular issues. And they find it, obviously. I mean, people talk about the flat earth 
on the internet and people believe it, right? So there's everything everything under the sun is out there to talk about. And then you could find it. And then you're looking to your news source in order to basically instill in you that, yeah, you're right. I'm right. Look, it says it right here on the internet. I'm right. What I believe is right. And then you go down this rabbit hole. Next thing you know, you're doing something terrible, I guess. But it's the cult. It's the, it's the, the times that we live in is just a divisive time. And the politicians try to make that division because it makes sure that you're going to vote for them. And I just wonder if that's the cause of it, guys. I do. I wonder if that's the cause of it. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm, I'm perplexed. Because when I, when I hear about these things, the first thing in my mind, I'm thinking, like, nobody would ever do that. And then I tend to, like, I have to start researching the people and see if that's, it's real. Because my first instinct is that nobody would ever do something like that. I mean, your first instinct is never that your government's going to lie to you to get you to go to Iraq, but they did. Right? Your first instinct is nobody would ever go into a place and shoot everybody up, but they do. People, there are sick people in this world that would do something like that. Because your first instinct is, is disbelief. That was my first instinct, disbelief that somebody would do that. But then you got to figure out the why. you got to figure out why they would do something like that. And don't get caught up in the sidebar of division, and then you just fall right back into their plans, you know? Right back into the politicians' plans when this stuff is really happening in America. And there, there's no easy answer for it. There's not an easy answer for it. But I think that if there was a way to get past all the division, then that would be probably a good starting point. But the politicians perpetuate that on both sides. Donald Trump does it. The Democrats do it. The Republican leaderships does it. It's just a fight back and forth. And... Uh, we don't need the politicians. That's what it is. You know, they think that they have all the answers to everything. And what Americans need to do is turn their, turn their backs and say, we're going to fix these issues despite of you. We don't need you. All you do is want to get reelected. All you want to do is make sure that you have handouts for, your, for, the, for the people that donate to your campaigns. All you want to do is cause division so that you can get campaign donations and get reelected. And that's it. That's all they want. Americans, I mean, I don't know, we're all individuals, right? There's not an easy answer, but I think it starts with the fact that they've, they've, they've mastered, they've mastered it the way that this the, the divisive nature of, of politics is now. They've mastered that, and I think that it just in, instills in people's minds, and then you get the crazies that would be willing to go out and do something like that. But who knows? I mean, I'd love to hear y'all's thoughts on this, though, okay? I would. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this because it's just something that, I mean, a conversation needs to be there of what do you do? I don't know. I know it's not the politicians just banning guns, though, because they'll find some other way to do it, you know? 
We've had the Second Amendment from the very beginning. I think that it's a human right to be able to defend yourself. I mean, if you were living in a place where things went bad for a little while, you need to have the ability to defend yourself. Because the cops aren't going to be there sometimes. I said this in a show before. My alarm went off in my house by mistake. Given, right? And my security company couldn't get a hold of me. And then they said, okay, well, we're going to go ahead and notify the police. They'll be, they'll, we'll dispatch them to your house. That was, the less, that was the message they left. And the police never showed up. What if something terrible was happening? They notified the police and the police never showed up. So it just shows me that... The police are not going to be there in time. And you need to have access to some kind of weapon that's going to defend yourself. I mean, if there was a time where there was a major hurricane and it demolished your town, and you have food and supplies for a week, and people just go crazy and want to rob you and take all your stuff, and then they're going to hold up your family. I mean, you have to have the ability. And that, that's a rare case that that would happen. I know. I know. But you don't hear about it in the press when somebody defends themselves and fights off an attacker because they have a gun. Or they show a gun and the person backs off. That doesn't make the press. What makes the press is the bad news. That's what makes the press. That's what makes the nightly news. This stuff. So it gives more ammunition for the politicians to divide that's what they do but i i just there's not an easy answer but i'd love to hear what y'all's stories are i'd love to hear your thoughts on this all right and you can do that by just email me ray at ionlyempire.com okay and then uh tomorrow i'll be back with some more shows focused on the elections i just could not put out a show without addressing my feelings because it's terror that what happened over the weekend is horrible absolutely horrible and it sickens me that somebody would have the, you know, such cowardice and disrespect for life that they would do something like that. And I empathize with all of the families and all those people that that's happened to that are victims of this and their families and their friends. Anyone that was impacted by it, absolutely horrible. And uh, so, yeah, that's that's what I had to put out a show about today. I had a whole lineup of things to talk about. That I was putting together over the weekend, and boom, this happened. And I was like, this is the show. That's the show. So anyway, guys, come on back tomorrow, and uh, you'll have clear vision for 2020.